friends. Welcome to Listen, Friend, the pop culture podcast where we share the opinions no one asked for. Everyone needs a friend who's loud about the things they love, and we are yours. I'm Britt. I'm Amanda. It's, a, it's another educational episode today. Yay. Thank you to everyone who reached out to um, compliment us, I guess, on our Elvis episode. That yeah. was truly all you. Oh, well. I the mean, amount of people say. who are surprised that you're so obsessed with Elvis baffles me. I know, I don't understand. I feel like every every breath you take, every <laughs> step you make, every move you make, every, everything <laughs> about you screams Elvis. Yeah, I mean, same. But, you know, I don't know. I know some people have said um, that they would think that he would be too scandalous for me, which is hilarious. Tell my brother to keep his opinion <laughs> to himself. Um, These people don't know you like I do. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess part of it, too, is like, my friends, this is kind of like, I'm in like a, um, like a Elvis Renaissance <laughs> revival that is situation true. right that now. That is true. But like, when I first fell in love, I mean like he was, I almost said he was a part of my life, which sounds very dramatic. No, but he, he was, was a part of your life. <laughs> he was a part of my life growing up always. But like, when I was in like, end of high school, early college, all of those people who knew me then and like were my close friends then knew for sure about Elvis so like none of them are surprised that I'm still talking about him but yeah but people who like have gotten to know me and become my friends within the past probably you know five to eight years I guess wouldn't know it as well you're a so, little more reserved yeah you know sure. what I mean like yeah. if I love something I'm probably walking out the front door every day screaming at the sky how much I love it yeah like you and contain I'm, yourself better yeah well and like I'm not gonna let just anybody go you know, see me at this level of crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, when we were um, at work, I said something about going to see Elvis for a third time at that point. <clears throat> I saw it four times, but at this point, it was my third time. And I said, um, with Christian, and someone assumed at work that that was a boy named Christian that I, like, went on, like, a first date with. And I was like, first of all, I'm not going with any man to see Elvis, number one. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, he would be like, wow, she doesn't care one single ounce about me. And I'd be like, you're right. Be, they'd be right. <laughs> and then number two, I was like, why would I ever let someone on a first date see me that insane? You yeah. Know? That's, I don't know that I could do a first date. I'm trying to figure out if I've ever done a first date at the movies. Well, I mean, there's really no point. No, you I don't really talk. Well, you know. Well, that's how I prefer it. <laughs> but... <laughs> I cry so easily in oh, movies, gosh, yeah. like even movies that you should not cry in. Yeah, I cry in them, mm-hmm. and um, I just don't know. Again, like why would I show somebody that level exactly. of crazy? Unless I was trying to chase them off. Ooh, yeah. Have I ever told you my friends chasing off the the boy story on a first date? I don't think so. Oh my gosh! So this is redacted story. Mm-hmm. Redacted number one. Yes. And she, she and I had not been, we had a rough patch where we did not speak for a year, but like as soon as we became friends again, it was like, like nothing had ever changed. So she comes over to my house, no, she calls me like as I'm leaving work and she's like, did I tell you that I have a date with redacted number two? And, um, I was like, no. And like, it's important. You will not know who we the Kings are, but they were a band. I've heard of them. They sang, um, Check Yes, Juliet. Uh-huh, I'm pulling up uh-huh. his picture. Um, this guy looked like the lead singer of, of We the Kings, who looks like this. 
Okay. <laughs> and, um, for the for the purpose of the story, we're gonna call him Wyatt. Okay. So she's like, "Yeah, Wyatt Smith. Mm-hmm. Also, not his last name. Asked me out, and she's she is also a nine, mm-hmm. very much a nine. She's gotten a little bit more confrontation, like okay with confrontation yeah. in her adulthood. But we were like twenty two at this point." Mm-hmm. Maybe 23, 24. So, she didn't want to tell him no, so she she said yes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but... Uh, he was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. Uh, you want to go to Mellow Mushroom? And she was like, yeah, I do. Yeah. Because <laughs> she loved it. And so, she calls me and she's like, so I didn't want to tell him no. But obviously, I also don't want to go out on a date with him. And uh, so, I'm just going to eat... An entire large pizza. Okay, so this sounds familiar. And see if that um, deters she's him. She's like, that will deter him. <laughs> and she's like, she comes to my house after, mm-hmm. and she's like, I have succeeded. She's like, first of all, I need you to know he rolled up into the melon mushroom with um, in his mom's minivan. Mm-hmm. And like at the time, it was like, haha, that's so funny. But now I'm like, he was doing his best. Yeah, like, we should not make fun <laughs> of people for that. Um, but anyway, and so he comes and she orders the large pizza and she ate seven of the eight slices. Good for her. And he, she was like, I was stuffing my mouth to the point where I thought I was truly going to pass away. (laughs) And so she's telling me, she's like, but he didn't try to kiss me. Like he was very, he he was nice, but like it was over and he got in his minivan and I got in my Camry and we parted ways. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to hear from him again. Her phone starts blowing up. I'm like, I think it's so cool that you, you thought you could beat yourself around me, that you would eat all that pizza. Oh, that's funny. And he was like, I saw you take that six slice, and I was like, damn, this bitch is cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And she's like, so now I have to tell him that I just no, want to be friends. Oh, gosh, gosh. So she did all of that for nothing. That, wow. It's that okay. has nothing to do with this episode. it's okay but it was a fun story it was i liked it so anyway thank you for loving our elvis episode we love elvis and we want everyone else to love him too um this week we're going to talk about tropes a lot of people i don't know if you got this but a lot of people that i know that listen Mm -hmm. texted me and they're like i have no idea what a trope is yeah well i'm gonna tell you yeah it's gonna be fine before we get into that though pop culture news and hache passed away after yeah. a horrible, horrible accident. Yeah, it's rough. I don't really know. Like, I've read all the details. I don't fully understand them, so I don't want to speak to it. Mm-hmm. Um, what did Sean do? <laughs> Sean joined um, a celebrity dating app called Raya. It's like this... I, one of the other podcasts I listen to, one of the girls uses it, and she matched with... Um, what's Matthew Barry? <laughs> I would love to match <laughs> with Matthew Perry, honestly. She said to him, Happy Monday! To start the conversation, and they were like, "That's all you said." <laughs> she was like, "What else?" Was I you to had say? Chandler being right. The there were like so many these... things. Yes, um, but anyway, so you have to like be approved to join it. Like you have to have some certain measure of yeah. celebrity to be make honest. us famous so we can join it. Because that's I hear... literally what I said. I was like, "How do we get podcast I hear famous?" Edgerton's on it enough. And, yeah, to get on that dating app. I wonder if Stephen's on it. If Austin Butler got on that thing, once I kill Kaya. Uh, <laughs> once you redacted Kaya, <laughs> um, then I will be doing whatever is necessary 
to reach celebrity status to be on that dating app. They're going to make a movie about you. <laughs> anyway, so Sean's on a dating app, and it's just also funny because it's like, you know, three days after Camilla's Got relationship yeah, status has changed, which he looks a whole lot like like a poor man's Sean Mendez. He does. I mean, he's still cheap. She has a type. Yeah, 100. That's, that's literally what I sent Brad. I was like, well, Camilla has a type. Um, did something else happen? Didn't somebody else die? The Star Trek lady. Yeah, she died, um, I think during our hiatus. Michelle Nichols that played, um, Lieutenant Uhura on the original Star Trek. That was real sad. I love her. Mm -hmm. Somebody else. Something else happened. Tony Dow passed away during our hiatus. Yes. Which was, like, also dramatic because it was announced that Tony Dow... Tony Dow played Wally Cleaver on Leo to Beaver, and he was one of my very first crushes. Um, he was, like, the older, like, squeaky clean 1950s brother, and I just thought he was the cutest, bestest thing in the world. And it was literally, like, announced that he passed away, but then mm-hmm. his wife was, like, just kidding. Hey, everyone, he's not dead yet. Right. So that was traumatic. Yep. For me and her, I'm sure. Um... But basically, he was, like, very close to death. He had cancer. I feel like we're forgetting something, but, um, I cannot possibly remember it. No. Um, recommendations. Highly, highly, highly recommend. The third season of Never Have I Ever came out this past Friday, August 12th. So, um, definitely, definitely watch that whole show. Like, it is one of the best shows I've seen. Yeah, it's so In the last 10, like, the best new shows I've seen in the last 10 years. Do you have any recommendations? Nope, it was gonna be Never Have I Ever. Okay. All right, so how do you define a trope? You're going to say this much better than I will, I'm sure. Um, do you want me to, to go first? Yeah, I mean, I, well, I would just say, like, my not thought out until right now answer is just, like, a kind of like a theme mm-hmm. um, that people use in books, movies, TV shows, whatever kind of stories, storylines, um, that are typically little themes played out frequently use things in like specifically romantic relationships but you tell me what it like for real for real is so I don't have an exact definition I was just gonna make up my own but it's very much I mean you you did you are right it's a plot device used frequently to tell a story um like a almost like a cliche like you know you'll have characters who are like yes dumb blondes or um you know I don't know, rude jocks, yeah. and that's like... Dumb jocks. Yeah. Dumb blondes. Dumb, <laughs> lots of dumb people. Young. Nerds. But, so, like, it's just... And if you don't, like, even if you don't know the definition of a trope, you've definitely seen a trope. You probably have a favorite trope. Um, it's almost like... It's almost like its own genre, like each trope. Yes. But, yes, it's very much a plot device used to tell a story um, and follow a formula, mm-hmm. essentially. So, we are going to give you some tropes, talk about them, and then give you examples that have that trope so that you can watch them and decide for yourself what you love. Yeah. Okay, first we have enemies to lovers, which I think is one of the most popular tropes there are. Mm-hmm. There is. Um, that is exactly what it sounds. It's when pe- when two people who do not like each other or who are, like, genuinely, like, straight-up enemies, um, 
fall in love. Mm-hmm. So, for examples, we have The Hating Game, both the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. Though I recommend watching the movie first, then reading the book. Yes, agreed. Um, so, Leslie and Ben from Parks and Rec, if you watch that, they started out very adversarial, fell in love. Spoiler alert. Uh, Lizzie Bennett and Mr. Darcy from yeah, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, I was like, that's like the OG. That's the OG. Yeah. For sure. Um, Logan and Veronica from Veronica Mars. Luke Alves and Penelope Garcia from Criminal Minds. Like that last season, mm-hmm. they start off very adversarial. He was in love with her the whole time, basically, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, Davy and Ben from Never Have I Ever. Although that one is interesting. It's more... Enemies to friends, friends to lovers, lovers to friends, yeah, friends to enemies. (laughs) Like, they have a whole... That's probably my favorite one on this list, though. Like, that relationship is crafted so well. My favorite, like, I don't know necessarily in terms of the way it was crafted, but something that I enjoyed um, that was recent was in season two of Bridgerton. Anthony Mm -hmm. and Kate were very much enemies to lovers. Yes, um, you've got male to a certain extent has enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Diaries two. That's a good one with Nicholas and Mia. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. The proposal kind of has it a little bit mm-hmm. with Ryan got Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and Sandra Bullock's characters. Uh, Life as we know it. Catherine Heigl, Josh Duhamel. That I is, love that one. I do too. That one is definitely that. And then um, we kind of said Miss Congeniality. Mm-hmm. That has some elements to it. Mm-hmm. One of our favorites, though, is Catch and Release. Yeah, that's a good one. That is probably my favorite of the movies mm-hmm. from this list. Heart of Dixie, if you've watched that show, has has one as well with Wade and Zoe. Yeah, it's I a good one. watched that yet. You'll like it. Okay. You will love Wade. I'm sure I will. I'm, I've just got an ever-growing list of men to fall in love with similar to enemies to lovers we have friends to lovers everybody knows that one that's where best friends end up falling in love with each other i think probably the biggest example of that in recent history is monica and chandler from friends i love that one that's one of my favorite ones um sam claflin and lily collins in love rosie Mm -hmm. 13 going on 30 just friends that stars ron reynolds and amy smart some Kind of Wonderful, which is an excellent movie from the 80s that I think everyone should watch. Mm-hmm. When Harry Met Sally is probably the... Like the biggest one. Because it yeah. has a whole quote, too. You know. That's the quote about men and women can't, can't be, be friends, friends yes. because one of them will fall in love with them. the other. Yeah. Uh, no Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits. That's essentially the exact same movie. That has friends to lovers for sure. The Duff kind of has it. Uh, Nick and Jess from New Girl. That's a pretty good example. Uh, Styles and Lydia from Teen Wolf. That's probably one of my favorite ones. That was that's probably one of my favorite ships mm-hmm. I've boarded <laughs> in the last ten years. Uh, Archie and Betty from Riverdale, Joey and Pacey from Dawson's Creek, Corey and Topanga from Boy Meets World. I feel like that's one everybody knows. I love that one. Jim and Pam from The Office. Miss Congeniality also has some elements fact- of that. Yeah. And then um, a big one for us is Caroline and Stefan yeah. from The Vampire Diaries. I love that one so much. That one was that one was a journey. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah. 
Okay, next we have fake dating slash marriage slash engagement. Mm-hmm. Basically, anytime you're f- the characters are faking a relationship with I each other. I love a fake dating. I Fake True. dating is one of my favorites. Same. Book-wise, The Love Hypothesis is probably my favorite. You still need to read that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta finish the Hating Game book first. Yeah. I'm horrible about reading, like, always. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. Not always, like, my whole life. I used to be great at reading, but ever since I started work, I'm just I'm not as great at reading for right. fun. So, usually, it's, like, if it's, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas, I'll get some good reading done, and then, like, sometimes in the summer, I'll get some good reading done if I'm, good, like, need something to do while I'm at the pool. So, um, The Hating Game is currently my pool book. Yeah. That one, we didn't put a lot of books on this list, but I have to, like, oh, yeah. I have to put that one out there. That's a great one. Um, okay, so for as far as movies and TV shows go, though. To All the Boys. Yep, To All the Boys I've Loved Before, that first one. So good. The Wedding Date. I love The Wedding Date. Uh, love Hard that came out on Netflix last Christmas-ish, mm-hmm. I think. Daphne and Simon and Bridgerton kind of start off that way. It took, when we first brought that one up, I'm like, what? Because it was like... She clearly had feelings so fast, right. you know, so it took me a minute to remember that that was how the first season of Bridgerton started off, was them kind of agreeing to go along with each other with this. Yeah. Um, the Proposal also has some fake, fake engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a movie from ABC Family back when it was still called ABC Family called My Fake Fiance with yeah. Joey Lawrence and Melissa Joan Hart. Mm-hmm. It was also, like, that was the catalyst for them getting their melissa and joey show yes that one um that one's actually a really good movie there's another joey lawrence christmas movie that's a hallmark christmas movie that i can't remember the name of it's one of my favorites though so i wish i could remember the name of it Hmm. i'll work on that um but it's really cute they it's like they agree to be each other's date for the holidays or whatever Mm -hmm. that one's really cute uh, Holiday in Handcuffs with yep. Mark, what's his name, Mario, Mario Lopez, Lopez, and Melissa Joan Hart. How, That's how, a, how did you forget the name of Mario Lopez? Because I was, I, it, I don't know. <laughs> because I was a Zach Morris girl. Mm. Hitch for the Holidays is that Joey Lawrence one, it's great. Ah. Uh, While You're Sleeping has a little bit of yeah. a fake dating, fake He's engaged. in a coma, so he doesn't know that they're fake dating, but she does. <laughs> but when he wakes up, doesn't he go on he go, Well, he thinks that he has am, amnesia um, and that he doesn't remember her. Right, And that's so right. he's like, well, she's great, though. Might as well marry her. Might as well. <laughs> uh, December Bride, which is a Hallmark so movie. Mm-hmm. It's probably my favorite Hallmark Christmas movie mm-hmm. ever. That's a good one. And then Purple Hearts that just came out on Netflix sort of has this. The marriage is real, but... Like, they get married not because they actually fell in love and... Right. It's a... Yeah. And then Pretty Woman, we said, was kind of this as well. It's Mm -hmm. like, they're not necessarily dating, but it's essentially like, you're going to be my date for for all of these events that I have. So, so it is kind of technically some of this, and so is The Holiday on Netflix, but... We felt it better fit one of Some these of the other ones, categories. Yeah. 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 Okay, so next we have shared bed or forced proximity. So this is like these two people who are not in a relationship are going somewhere and they have to stay in a motel. Mm-hmm. Because usually it's like it's a blizzard and the roads are closed mm-hmm. or there's a big old storm coming mm-hmm. or... 
some road trip reason that makes them stay in a motel mm-hmm. and the motel person's like, Ooh, oh no, sorry, only one only, only one, one room, room available. And yeah. they're like, Does the room have two beds? And they're like, nope. No. <laughs> yeah. Um also in both the wedding day and the proposal the situation is they're staying at, like, a family member's house, mm-hmm. and they're fake dating, and they're like, oh, my gosh, like, don't think we're so old-fashioned as to think that y'all right. can't share a room. Here's y'all's room. We right. are not prudes, right. you know? Like, and the guy always usually offers on to sleep floor. on the couch or the floor, yes. and the the girl or whoever is like, oh, no, oh, it's fine. We'll put a pillow divider up, but in the morning, <laughs> the pillow divider is gone. <laughs> and they're, like, awkward, like... They somehow have moved in the night to be in each other's arms, and then they wake up, and it's, like, awkward in the morning, but there's, like, sexual tension everywhere. Yes. But, so that's shared bed. Forced proximity is when they're, like, forced into the same, like, enclosed space. So, like, usually a house um, yeah. or something like that. Like, life as we know it. Yeah, like Life as We Know It, where they have to share the house. Yes, Blue Lagoon, The Awakening. Oh, we're going to talk about Blue Lagoon, (laughs) The Awakening in just a second. So, um, Amanda mentioned the wedding date has that. Mm -hmm. The hating game has a scene that Mm -hmm. has it. It's important. It's it's the most, well, I don't know if it's the most important scene in the movie, but it's... It's a turning point. (laughs) It's a turning point in the movie for them, for sure. Uh, Two Night Stand, which is an excellent Mm -hmm. movie. I think you can watch it for free on Amazon Mm -hmm. Prime. Miles Teller at his most Miles so Teller. Pre Top Gun Miles Teller. Don't you go in there expecting Rooster. Uh-uh, uh-uh. So, um, but that they get stuck in his apartment because there's a blizzard. Storm, yeah. Uh six days, seven nights, and hey, she makes you rest in peace. And Harrison Ford are stranded on an island together, which made me think of Blue Lagoon the Awakening. Y'all. This so everybody knows of Blue Lagoon. Yeah. This is Lifetime made a movie in two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. With where two very attractive teenagers mm-hmm. get played by twenty four year olds, of course, get stranded on an island, and I was obsessed with this movie. Brenton Thwaites plays the guy, and if you know me at all, you know I'm in love with him. He's so cute. He's the cutest. Um, they get stranded on the island, and I was obsessed. Like I watched this movie every night for like a year. We watched it Friday night with our <laughs> friend Sarah Beth. Hey, girl. So funny. I literally, there was so, I cringed so many times. I was like, y'all, I do not remember this movie being so dookie. <laughs> but you want to know something? I still freaking love it. So, anyway, in the process of being stranded on that deserted island, of course they have to do it of and then course. fall in love. So, that's a good example. What is it uh, in Chasing Liberty? Don't they have to stay at, like, a hotel or something? Yeah, well, and, yeah, they stay at a hotel. I mean, there's lots of just close proximity because they're just wandering around Europe together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's specifically a part where they go and stay in this, like, little bed and breakfast, and she, like, thinks that they're a, a engaged couple or a married couple or whatever, and mm-hmm. they end up staying, and he mm-hmm. sleeps on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened one night. Has some forced proximity. So yes. does Roman Holiday. Yes. We talked about life as we know it. Uh, the Breakfast Club yeah. also has some forced proximity. They're locked into detention for a day. And these four people who wouldn't usually couple off under any circumstances whatsoever end up dating by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Poor Brian. Yeah, He's I He's the only one left uncoupled. I know. I feel bad. I've always felt bad for him. But I, you know what? He finds himself, so it's okay. Okay. Here's the saddest trope. 
right person, wrong time, or even more hurtful, right person, not enough time. Mm -hmm. The way I get chills every time I say that. (laughs) So, probably my, the one I, the two that I have most, been most upset about were um, Steve and Diana from Wonder Woman, both the original Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very much right person, not enough time. And then Richie and Eddie from It and specifically It Chapter 2, right person, not enough time. Uh, Jack and Rose from Titanic. Mm-hmm. They fit a couple of them too. They surely do. Um. Uh, Ted and Robin from How I Met Your Mother, even though that's probably my least favorite TV couple of all time. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> are... Right person, wrong time. Nate and Serena from Gossip Girl. Peyton and Jake from One Tree Hill. You know I love that one. Um, Landon and... Well, Landon and Jamie from A Lot to Remember are also wrong person, not enough time. Yeah. Nate and Serena. Right, right Peyton, person, not enough time. Is that what I said? Wrong person, said wrong not person. enough time? wrong person. Ooh. <laughs> Sometimes that happens to you, too. <laughs> right person, not enough time. Uh, Nate and Serena and Peyton and Jake were both wrong. Right person, wrong time. Mm-hmm. Uh, La La Land. La La Land hurts me. It's, what, Sebastian and... Oh, I have no clue. Ryan I can't remember her name. name. Yeah, I can't remember her <laughs> name. I know his name was Sebastian. That one is, that one is painful. Because mm-hmm. that one gives you that split second where you're like, everything worked out. And then yep. you're like, no, it didn't. Yep, that one's, that one's hard. But it worked out for each of them. Not... It's just hard to see. They literally show you, like, here's what could have been. Uh-huh. And you it's think not, it's what was. And it's not what happened. And then, I mean, it worked out for both of them, but it didn't work out for them together. Yeah. That's hard. Um, atonement, that's a hard one. And that one falls under a couple things, too, but that one's hard. I Lots think... of timing things with that one. Mm-hmm. T- not only, like, wrong timing for them, but, like, the way that time played into all of this, if the, if so and so had not seen yep. this happening, you know things like that. It's just that one's that one's hard. Yeah, um, Casablanca. Mm-hmm. That's probably the first and biggest example of right person, wrong time. Yeah, the way we were. Uh huh. Uh huh. I love that movie so much, and but it hurts me so bad. Uh, the end of the Wonder Years. My dad is forever pissed about the se- series finale of the Wonder Years. Because you spent years, years and years invested in Kevin and Winnie's yep. not relationship, relationship, back is, and forth, everything. Who in, it's like in the very first episode, I think, if not the first episode, very early on, someone who dies and Winnie's. Her brother. Her he brother dies, dies in the dies, Vietnam War. And then he, she's on the swing and he goes out there and sits with her. It's mm. either the swing or the roof. Something like that. There's something. But, um,. Yeah, like the last episode of that show, he talks about like what came of them in the future, mm-hmm. and he's she goes to like Italy or Paris or somewhere to study, I think art, mm-hmm. and he's like, and then I went to the airport to pick her up with my wife and children, and my dad is like, Wonder Years writers, Luke would like to speak with you. I mean, same. That's so, but it's I mean that is life. It's life, I know. It's I know. Um, That's just sad. It's I had chills. Just thinking about it. It's a lot. Um, Clark and Bellamy from The 100 is very much right person, wrong time. Uh, Finn and Rachel from Glee. That one hurts for obvious reasons. Also kind of Sam and Rachel from Glee in that last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, A Star is Born. Every, every, every version, version of it. Um, 
and then I also put the last five years on there. It's kind of similar to A Star is Born in the, like, wrong timing being, like, one of them, mm-hmm. their career is taking off and the other one, their career is failing. Mm-hmm. Me before you. <laughs> I have... This story is only funny if you lived it, but... So, my cousin, Jesse and I, we grew up together. We're a year and ten months apart. Like, that is... Literally, we grew up across the street from each other. Like, that's the closest thing I've ever had to, like, Mm -hmm. a legit sister. And um, she had just gotten back from, I guess, Europe. Or, I guess, that's the only place I can think of that she had been. And she was so jet-lagged. But she was like, I want to go see Me Before You. I've read this book. She had read most of that book. Is what she should have said. So, me and her and her mom went, hey, Liz, because I know Liz is listening. And... Like, Jesse is so tired. And Jesse's also very much a feeler, very mm-hmm. highly sensitive, um, will cry mm-hmm. at things like that. And um, she she watched the whole thing, and I look over it, and I have never seen just a more scrunched up crying face. <laughs> and so I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I think I'm just really tired, and that's making it all worse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And so we go to the bathroom. Liz is waiting for us in the hall, and Jesse like, it's that thing, I don't know why, unless Liz went to the bathroom and then was waiting for us in the hall later. It's that thing where you, like, still have so much of your drink left, and you're like, I'm not ready to throw this away, but, like, I have to go to the bathroom, so, like, what do I do with it? Yeah. And so she set it on the floor of the bathroom stall, mm-hmm. which, don't worry, she didn't drink any more of it after this. Anyway, so she's in the stall next to me, and she puts her drink down. And then she knocks it over. And there's something <laughs> about the AMC bathroom is, like, on a slope. Because it's just, like, <laughs> trickling down across all these stalls. And I can just see her. She has very, like, delicate, pretty mm-hmm. hands. And I can just see her hands <laughs> doing this <laughs> under the stall. And I'm laughing because I'm watching Coke just <laughs> slosh by my feet. <laughs> Into other people's stalls. <laughs> and she's laughing so hard <laughs> that she finally gets out of the bathroom. Like, we get out of the stall, and she just, like, latches onto me. And she's laughing so hard, but she's also Sobbing, still crying. Yes. And she can't stand <laughs> she can't stand up. So everybody is just watching us in the bathroom <laughs> be like, eyes. oh, these girls are not okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, it's... Honestly, like, every time we bring it up, we laugh so hard. But <laughs> if you weren't there, it's not as funny. But I know, that's pretty funny. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, Me Before You. Mm. That was a hard one. An Affair to Remember, also. Yeah. And then um, Gatsby. Gatsby yeah. and Daisy have a little bit of um, right person, wrong time. Um, Becoming Jane. Yes. That one makes me sad. Okay. Next is one that's a little bit more fun, and it's called Am I a Bet? Slash Makeovers. Probably the most famous example is She's All That, mm-hmm. where Freddie Prince Jr. bets Paul... All I can think of is Paul Newman. What is that man's name? Red? No. No. <laughs> I can't think of any Paul, other Paul, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. There he is. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. bets Paul yes. Walker that he can turn any girl in the school into prom queen. Mm-hmm. And um, Paul Walker picks nerdy, nerdy Rachel Lee Cook. 
And so Freddie Prince Jr. has to essentially like give her a makeover and turn her into prom queen. But also, guess what? He's gonna fall in love with her. Also, that he's all that movie on Netflix was garbage. Don't do 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 not watch it. Um. So other examples include The Duff, which honestly is one of my personal favorites. I love that one. Uh, Pretty Woman to a certain extent. Yeah. The movie after that one is not a makeover bit. That's a I bet I can sleep with her bit. That movie is um. It has its place in the entertainment <laughs> only world. The, I can only get behind the first one having its place. Any of the subsequent ones, I could not get behind having a place. It's just too much. Here's the thing with movies like After and even Fifty Shades. They are fan fictions that got turned into books that got turned into movies. And the thing, if you've ever read any fan fiction, that is a that mess is always chaotic, always dramatic. Things that do not happen in the real world ever mm-hmm. happen in fan fiction. So, like, in the second Fifty Shades, when, um, you know, uh, what's-his-face, like, Anastasia, isn't that her name? Anna? Anastasia? Whatever. Anya? Anya? What are you talking about? Fifty Shades? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, yes, Anastasia. Who anyway, her, she's getting stalked. While Christian Grey's helicopter is also crashing, but he survives and he comes back to her like in the rain, like things that would not happen. <laughs> After has that problem too. Like there's like a car accident on top of like a drunken party on top of like like there's just so much happening that it is overwhelming and triggering. Um, would Anastasia the movie be on a bit? A little bit, yeah. Or is it just? Another one that we're going to talk about in a minute. We're also going to talk about it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it could be because there's also, like, a makeover component involved. Yeah. And he has, like, winning a prize or money, prize money yeah. on the line. Uh, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days has a sort of bet component to it. I mean, yeah, she bets that she can get him to break up with her in ten days. Yeah. And then she gets whatever, kind of a promotion or article yeah. or whatever. Uh, Ten Things I Hate About You has some components, some elements of that. And then um, a lesser known movie slash musical, depending on which one of us you ask, <laughs> uh, Dogfight. Yeah. Which is truly a horrible, it's a horrible, horrible concept. concept. But um, River Phoenix was in the movie, so obviously I love it. And Derek Clinton is in the musical, so obviously I love it. We are two different people. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of two very different people, um, their next trope is grumpy and sunshine. So that is the trope where a truly, just like a grumpy, curmudgeonly person is in love with or dating or whatever, um, like a sunshine cinnamon roll. So Nick and Jess from New Girl. To an extent, Brooke and Lucas from One Tree Hill, he's Mm -hmm. very broody. She's literal sunshine. Yeah. Uh, Dharma and Greg for, um, everybody who was watching TV in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Barefoot in the Park is probably my favorite example. I was also thinking, speaking of Robert Redford, um, that the way we were could be a little bit of... A little bit. Grumpy sunshine. Not Mm -hmm. necessarily that one of them is grumpy and the other one is sunshine, but, like, one of them is easy go and go with the flow, don't cause any Mm -hmm. issues, and one of them is like, we must fight and change the world, you know, like Yeah. And also, um... A little bit breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, for sure. Because he's, he's very, yeah. like, by the book, straight-laced, and mm-hmm. she's, like... 
Holly who she is. <laughs> yeah, she's 100% Holly Go. I mean, obviously, but, like, she is just, she is what that she is. That name fits her character so 100%. Well. well, it's a fake name, so. Yeah. It has to. Yeah. Okay, so, um, kind of similar to Grumpy versus Sunshine is Rich Person, Poor Person. Where somebody is rich or coming from status and the other person, the person they fall in love with, does not. So, obviously, Jack and Rose from the Titanic. <laughs> Several characters from Downton Abbey. Yeah. Uh, the Prince and Me. He's a prince. She is not. She is Julia Stiles. <laughs> permanent stank face. Crazy Rich Asians. Just My Luck, which is a movie starring Chris Pine and Lindsay Lohan that only Amanda and I saw. <laughs> Uh, but I love that we, that was not like, we introduced that to one another. Like, nope. we both came into this friendship knowing that. A hundred percent. She, we were like, newly friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I'm going to somebody's house for the first time, I'm like, let me see all your DVDs. Yeah. So that I can know if I'm going to continue this friendship. <laughs> and I did, I was like, can I look at all your movies? And so I opened it and I was like, you and I are the only people on earth who have a copy of Just My Love yeah. on DVD. <laughs> yes. And here we are. <laughs> Um, okay, so while you were sleeping has elements of this. A big one for this one is the notebook. Yes. Um The Best of Me. I don't like talking about that movie because ouch. Uh Pretty Woman, Jane and Raphael from Jane the Virgin. Love them. Uh in, specifically in the first well, I guess in all three movies, um Noah and Elle from the Kissing Booth. He mm-hmm. has a lot of money, she does not. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is it on Friday Night Lights? Tim and Lila. Yes. Lila is like the rich, rich popular is girl. Is that Minka? And, yeah, Minka Kelly. I never and, watched Friday Night Lights all the way through. Whew. Mm. I love it so much. Um, Endless Love, both the 80s movie and the remake. Atonement. Yep. Princess. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say she's like the rich daughter and he's the house... Keeper's son. Yeah, housekeeper. Thank you. I was like, I got house, you. Housemaid. <laughs> um, Princess Bride. He's like the farm boy and she's a whatever maiden. Yeah. Uh, Sarah and John B. from Outer Banks. Yep. And then for people who are anticipating what they're c- clearly mm-hmm. building, JJ and Key from Outer Banks would also fit that mold. And so would um, Fran and Max. Maxfield? Mm-hmm. Maxwell. Maxwell? Sheffield. That's why I thought it was Maxfield. Um, on the nanny. Okay. Most popular of all the tropes. Seen in literally everything. Everything possible. <laughs> everything. The love triangle. Mm-hmm. The love triangle is when there are three people. Really? <laughs> that's that's not what it is. <laughs> There's two potential love interests for, for, one, for one specific character. Mm-hmm. So, um, Elena had Stefan and Damon on the Vampire Diaries. Uh, the tr- summer... Right. You go ahead. Okay, the summer I turned pretty, Belly has to choose between Jeremiah and Conrad. Shout out if you aren't listening to Look Friend. Yeah, go listen to our other podcast, Look Friend, where we recap all your favorite shows. Right now we're doing the summer I turned pretty, and we have lots, lots and lots of, of opinions, opinions, and they're very different. <laughs> um, I think they're going to get... They're gonna they are. They're, they're not ever really that different. No. Uh, you were about to say One Tree Hill, weren't you? Yep, One Tree Hill, Brooke and Lucas and Peyton. Mm-hmm. Um, Heart of Dixie had uh, Zoe and George and Wade. Mm-hmm. Gossip Girl had Nate, Serena, and Dan, and also um, 
Nate, Chuck, Blair. And Nate, Blair, Serena. <laughs> That's a and lot. And also, technically, Dan, Blair, Blair Dan, yeah. Chuck. Those and Blair, Dan, Serena. I forgot. <laughs> you know, that like was, when you're that watching the lot. show, like, I mean... You can't have incest with your friends, but, like, that's... A, <laughs> but that was as close as it could, could have come. 100%. I want to be like, did y'all know there are other people? No. Poor, poor Vanessa is just like, what's up? Wait! <laughs> Wasn't there Vanessa, Chuck, and... Nate? And Vanessa, Chuck, and Blair. <laughs> right? Oh, I don't and, know. Um, Jenny's in there somewhere. Jenny liked Nate. Jenny slept with Chuck. Ugh. It's like they didn't know there were other people. No. Well, they're... Yeah. Um, or the producers didn't want to pay for guest stars. <laughs> that was it. Uh, Beverly Hills 90210 had um, a big one with... Uh, I cannot think of any of their names right now. This is a bit embarrassing. It was Luke Perry, Shannon Doherty, Jenny Garth, but I can't think of right. the characters' names. Mm-hmm. Um, Gilmore Girls has Luke and Lorelai and Christopher, and it also has Jess and Rory and Dean, and also, mm-hmm. like, Jess and Logan and Rory, and, yeah. Uh, the Kissing Booth 2 and 3 had Marco, L and Noah. To All the Boys I've Loved Before, the second one had John, Ambrose, Lara Jean, and Peter. Peter I could not think of his name for a second. You forgot Peter Kavinsky? Uh, the Notebook sort of has one with, um, what's his name, Lon, yeah. Lon, Noah, and Allie, but let's be real, Lon never stood a chance. Okay, but listen, he should have. He should have, because he was James Marsden. He was James Marsden, and he was, treated her like a freaking queen. I would pick Noah Oh, one, all day, 100%. I just feel bad for Lon, because he did nothing wrong. Um, My Best Friend's Wedding. Yep. Michael, Pretty. Julianne, and uh, Kimmy. Yep. Pretty in Pink, Pearl Harbor, which we're going <laughs> to talk about very soon. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama kind of sort of has one. Patrick Dempsey, Josh Lucas, Reese Witherspoon. But again, Patrick Dempsey never had never a chance. Never had a chance. Oh, Josh Lucas is so cute. Uh, something Borrowed with, um, gosh, I can't remember any of these characters' names, but it's Colin Egglesfield, Kate Hudson, and... Jennifer Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Um, Twilight. I was going to say, I feel like Twilight and The Hunger Games were such big love triangles. Mm-hmm. That's where the teams came from. I was going to say, from. the teams were a big a big deal. If you were Team Jacob or Team Edward or Team... I feel like that was really big to yeah. like, Young, Go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, people, I guess, were Team Peter or Team Gail, but like we had t-shirts that said Team Edward or Team Belly. I mean, Team no. Belly. <laughs> Team Jacob. Team Jacob. Uh, Younger, which I did not watch, but you did. Yeah, that one was like, basically she had two, it was Liza was the main character, and there were basically two options that she went back and forth between the entire show. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Josh, and one of them was Charles. Mm. Uh, Titanic. But yeah. let's be real, Billy Zane never had a chance. <laughs> never had a chance. Cal sucked. Casablanca. Yeah. That one's sad. Uh, Sex in the City with Carrie Big and... Aiden, um, my love. Mm-hmm. Aiden deserved it the most. Uh, the Graduate, Jane the Virgin with Raphael, Jane, and Michael. Mm-hmm. Riverdale, probably one of the oldest examples because that's been existing since the comics mm-hmm. in the 40s or 50s with Betty, Archie, Veronica... 
Veronica Mars had two love triangles, Duncan, Logan, Veronica, and Logan, Veronica, Piz. Never Have I Ever has one of my favorite love triangles of all time because I truly can never pick. Mm-hmm. And that's um, Davey, Ben, and Paxton. Dawson's Creek had a big, huge Joey, Pacey, Dawson argument. That's mm-hmm. a very big one, too. Mm-hmm. Grace has several, right? Grace has several. Probably my two favorites are, obviously, in the beginning, Meredith and... Uh, McDreamy and his wife Addison and then also I really loved Lexi and um, Jackson and McSteamy I loved that love triangle so much Mm -hmm. and then um, in Friday Night Lights Tim and Lila and Mm -hmm. Street Jason Street Um, and then um, Outlander has one in the beginning with um, Claire and Jamie and Frank Lost I can't remember Sawyer and Sawyer Kate and Jack uh, maybe. Yeah, I think that's it. I. It's been so long since I've watched Lost. Rain with um, I can't remember their names, but Mary Queen of Scots and then Francis, and then his brother. I can't remember his brother's name. Uh, How I Met Your Mother, Ted, Robin, Barney, mm-hmm. and also um, Teen Wolf with Styles, Lydia, and Malia, mm-hmm. and then This Means War, the movie Such with Chris Pine. Chris Pine. <laughs> it's a different person. Chris Pine, Tom Hardy. Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Um, the other Bolin girl. <laughs> you would bring up the I other know, right? girl. You know, the two Bolin girls in King Henry. And then um, While You Were Sleeping is one, too, because mm-hmm. she is in love from afar with the one that's in a coma, but then falls in actual love with his brother. And then Little Women with Joe and Lori and Amy. Yeah. All right. Next. Forbidden week. Love. Yes. Forbidden Love. Obviously, that is... Two people who should not be together. The OG. The OG is Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. Taylor Swift has a whole song about it. <laughs> and then anything that's like based off of Romeo and Juliet. So West Side Story, mm-hmm. Shakespeare in Love. I love both of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Notebook, mm-hmm. when Allie's parents won't let her see Noah. Mm-hmm. Atonement. Mm-hmm. Dirty Dancing. I mean, Brokeback Mountain. Oh, for sure. The best of me, anytime, I told Britt this, I was like, anytime The Notebook is put on a list, The Best of Me also should There's, be put on the list. They're the same. Because they're the same film. Um, the Little Mermaid. Yep. That, when we thought of that one, I was like, look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, Water for Elephants, mm-hmm. which, I don't know how big that movie really was, but I loved it. Well, and I knew it because of the Robert Pattinson obsession that I currently had at that time. Uh, okay, Endless Love, once again, yep. that's another one. An Affair to Remember, Yep. Tristan and He's Old. I love that one. Uh, Zac Efron and Zendaya in yes. The Greatest Showman. And then Arya and Ezra from Pretty Little Liars. Yes. There's probably more. But oh, I'm sure. Anytime people are not supposed to be together and they find a way to be together anyway, yeah. that's your forbidden love trope. Uh, oh, Second Chances. So that's when... These characters, like, usually the formula is these characters dated in high school. They were obviously meant to be together, but they go to college or they go to war or something (laughs) happens and they break up and it's been years and years and years and they come back and fall in love again. Mm -hmm. Sweet Home Alabama. Yep. 100%. I feel like this is also 25% of Hallmark movies. Oh, a thousand percent. Home by Spring that stars Stephen R. McQueen. Hey, boo. Um... (laughs) Is is a hundred percent this, um, to a certain extent Gatsby, mm-hmm. 
But that one, and I'm salty about it because Daisy sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, and then pretty much that is one of Hallmark's favorite formulas to use. Mm-hmm. Okay, next we have best friend's brother or sister. So that's where a character falls in love with their best friend's brother or sister. Mm-hmm. Very self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. So we have the kissing booth. Chandler and Monica, Chandler being Ross's best friend, Monica being Ross's sister. Mm-hmm. The Last Summer of You and Me, which is a book that we both highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven, so Jeremiah falling in love with Belly mm-hmm. and being best friends with Steven. Yeah. Listen to Look Friend. And The Princess Diaries, when Mia falls in love with Lily's brother. Mm-hmm. And then Jeremy and Bonnie on The Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Hey, Steven. I feel like that one, that. The brother-sister-whatever friend thing mm-hmm. happens more in books. It does. Um, okay, so next we have Holiday Romance, where basically the entire catalyst of them getting together is revolves around a holiday or several. Like, The Holiday. Every the Hallmark movie. movie ever made. Every Hallmark Christmas movie. Yep. And uh, Love Hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, next we have the May-December May Romance, which is basically when... A younger person falls in love with a significantly older person. So, Sabrina, like the movie Sabrina, Mm -hmm. either version of it. The Graduate has some. He does not fall in love with Mrs. Robinson, but... You know. mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. My Fair Lady. Mm -hmm. Once again, Arya and Ezra from Pretty Little Liars. And Jeff and Annie from Community. Um, I guess also Arya and Ezra in Pretty Little Liars because he's old enough to be her teacher. Didn't I say that? Oh, sorry. It's okay. For a second, I was like, did I not? We need to get this button. So my friends, Mary and Blake, who I don't actually know, but um, we are friends on social media and they are, um, have a podcasting network. Mm-hmm. They have a button that they push when one of them does something like what I just mm. did that says, how to tell when the hosts aren't <laughs> listening. We need one of those. Oh, man. It's, it's late, fun. y'all. Well, and it is late, and I went through them very fast, so it's totally okay. <laughs> okay, here's another one that's a big, big favorite, especially on the CW. I love this one. It's the bad boy and the good girl. So, Damon and Elena from Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. is a big example. Jess and Rory from Gilmore Girls. Nathan and Haley from One Tree Hill. Tim and Lila from Friday Night Lights. Sebastian and Carrie from The Carrie Diaries. She does not deserve him. I will always be upset. A hundred percent. She does not deserve him. I do. Yes, you do, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Grease, Danny and Sandy. Danny and Sandy. Uh... The children from after, I cannot remember their names. I guess I can. Harden and something. <laughs> Harden and... I'm, I can see the girl in my head, but I don't know her name. Are you looking it up? Mm-hmm. Harden and... Not Victoria. It's like something basic. Not Anna. Not Kate. Not... What is her name? Tessa. Harden and Tessa. Hmm. That's her name, right? Well, I don't know. I'm having a hard time actually finding it. Yeah. Tessa. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> when I typed in after cast, it tried to be like, did you mean Castaway? No. <laughs> um. Okay, so Harden and Tessa from After. Landon and Jamie from A Walk to Remember. I love that one. Bender and Claire from The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider 
from Tangled. Yeah, that's a good one. And also, I guess, technically Aladdin <laughs> and Jasmine, because that's the same. <laughs> also, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll give you Beauty and the Beast. I mean, he's bad. He's something. Um, Johnny and Baby from Dirty Dancing. Patrick and Kate from Ten Things I... Cat. Right? Cat. It's Kate in the Shakespeare play. Mm -hmm. Um, from Ten Things I Hate About You. And Sebastian and Annette from Cruel Intentions, which... Mm. That movie is a hot mess, but I love it. I love that movie so much. The end, where Bittersweet Symphony plays, Uh and Sarah Michelle Gellar runs down the aisle of that church. Yep. Crazy. Okay, last... insane. It is... It is truly insane, and it makes me worry about the youth. (laughs) The youths. But and Ryan Phillippe is so good in it while He's also so being so cardboard at the same time. I like, loved him so much. Oh, friend, I'm I'm forever mad about how that movie ends. Same. Like I'm glad that um, Catherine gets what's coming to her, but yep, I really didn't want it <laughs> to be collateral. Yeah, yeah. Everybody should watch that movie. It's a it's a staple. It's a trip. The soundtrack's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, lastly, we have Someone Has a Secret, and that is when someone has Has a secret. (laughs) So, usually, it's like they're dating, but obviously, one of them is keeping a secret that's going to, like, implode their whole relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, 27 Dresses, he's, like, secretly writing this article about her and hanging out with her. Oh, my gosh, Runaway Bride? Yep. That one's kind of like, I mean, she knows he's writing an article, so I guess it's not a secret. Maybe that was a bit. It's something. It's something. Um, Roman Holiday, they both have a secret. She's a princess and doesn't want him to know, even though he does know. And his secret is that he does know and that he wants to get a story about her. Gatsby, the secret being that all of Gatsby's money is coming from, like, bootlegging and um, prohibition stuff. And that he was never rich to start with. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, leading a whole secret fake life. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got mail... Tom Hanks is not telling her that he is her pen pal. So, therefore, every version of that story. The shop around the corner. Yep. In the good old summertime. Uh, she's the man. The secret <laughs> got being secret. is that she, she is girl. not a man. <laughs> and also, little note, this one's not very well known, but he got an Oscar nomination for it. River Phoenix is in this movie called Running on Empty, and he's falling in love with Martha Plimpton's character. I don't know. It's great. He, But his whole secret is, like, he and his entire family are running from the law. Like, mm. they're super fugitives. Beautiful movie. One of my favorites of all time. Everyone should watch it. Mulan. She's oh. A, she's, she's pretending to be a dude she's soldier. She's not a dude. <laughs> um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. They both heard secretly whatever. Yeah. But this also goes without a bet. I feel like there's a lot of Hallmark movies that use this one, too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so if you didn't know what tropes were when you started this... Now you do. And you'll be looking for them probably every time you watch anything. You're welcome. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, so we have moved our schedule around a little bit. Next week we're going to be talking about our favorite music videos of all time. And I'm truly, really pumped about it. Like us, rate us, review us, especially on Apple Podcasts. It helps a lot. Make us famous so that we can um, date celebrities on the celebrity dating app. Please. And thanks. <laughs> and um, it's all we want. It's all that could possibly make us happy. Um, Unless you're going to say mean things, then don't say anything. That's not nice. And the world doesn't need any more of that. Um, Stephen R. McQueen, if you're out there, so am I. And it's getting ghetto out here, so maybe show up. 
Okay, until next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.